Hey folks, I'm Nick D'Alessandro. This is Wait 5 Minutes, a podcast about Florida by a Floridian. Last week was the season two finale, and before we leave season two and this past year behind us, I wanted to give you an update on a few stories and leave you with some final thoughts on what I, and hopefully you, learned. Two months ago, I planted some flowers. Last week, I think my flowers may have died. I planted the forget-me-not seeds two months ago when heat and sunlight were still an everyday guarantee. When I filled the pot and dropped in the seeds, I brought it outside and said, this probably won't work. I had essentially no faith in my ability to make it work. But my grandmother kept saying to me, how hard could it be? You put the seed in the soil, leave it in sunlight, water it every few days. If a sprout appears, then you did it. If it dies, then you try again. Still, when a little green stem with a dime-sized leaf attached burst from the soil, it was all I could talk about for maybe two weeks. I don't know what I did to make it work, I just did what seemed obvious. Water, sunlight, let the flower do its thing. But there's a Marjorie Kinnon Rawlings quote from her novel Cross Creek. She says, quote, Here in Florida, the seasons move in and out like nuns in soft clothing, making no rustle in their passing. End quote. I don't remember when I woke up one day a few weeks ago to discover that it was cool outside, but before I knew it, I was wearing my colorful socks every day more often than my flip-flops. In all the hubbub, I forgot my little plant. It had rained pretty consistently, so I got lucky. The single sprout had turned into six leaves, stacked on top of each other, one larger than the other. The 50-degree weather began to panic me, and every time I checked on the little plant, I felt that it was slightly more weathered, maybe a little browner, maybe a little more slumped. Was that leaf browning? Was it shriveling? Robert Bowden over at Lou Gardens had told me in the gardening episode that plants die, it's what they do. You have to try again and just move on, but when this little plant died, I felt so guilty. I had abandoned it when it needed me most. I was ready to start again, but this was the first plant I had started with my own two hands and I wasn't ready for what losing it would feel like. So much of loss is not just about the losing, but the effects of that loss on our lives. How we respond to failure redefines the failure. Let's say you, I don't know, open up a theme park at the same time as Walt Disney World like Marco Polo Park, and when it shutters in less than a decade, you sell the land and let go of your dream of a magical climatron. You let that dream fade. Or let's say you're a governor who picks the wrong side of a political debate and therefore lose your candidacy and pretty much your entire political career, like Hayden Burns did in 1966. You could move on and have faith in your party to succeed, or you could do what Burns did instead and turn to your political enemy. Burns lost in the end, and the very thing that defined the fight, his opposition to desegregation, left him behind. Florida desegregated, and the library that he built eventually removed his name. Or, let's say you're a burgeoning city, and you fall in love with an extremely villainous little swan, and when he dies, you stuff him and keep him forever. People will barely remember it, but when they do, they'll always laugh. How strange, stuffing a swan. But then there's things that, if you lose them, they don't come back. Like the bonneted bats, or the bird populations, or our flowers. There are incredible people working to keep those things safe, like Frank Ridgely and Robert Bowden and the people with the Florida Wildlife Commission. 
I'm excited to talk about more people fighting that fight. But when we remember everything we have to lose, we have to remember everything that we've already lost locally and personally. We've lost memories and legacies, authors and plays, ghosts and legends, football games and game wardens, gossip columns, and local vampires. That reminds me, I have to tell you something, some good news. After the episode about Spook Hill and other local legends that I'm obsessed with, a friend of mine, Pam, gave me some fantastic news. The Altamont Vampire, sometimes called the Count, hadn't been at his usual nocturnal hangout over at the Dunkin' Donuts near the hospital. I hadn't seen him for weeks, and I got worried that he may never return. I had always wanted to talk with him, but as soon as he was gone, I knew I had missed my chance. Then, Pam told me he wasn't gone. He was just working at our local haunted forest over by the high school. He worked there throughout the Halloween season, but would return to his nightly routine when November came around. And sure enough, not a day later, I drove past on the way home and found him with his top hat and his coffee, taking in the fluorescent light. I haven't yet, but one day soon, I'll buy him that coffee. It turns out my forget-me-nots didn't die. They withstood the cold. They're a little brown on the edges, but they're a little bit better than they were yesterday. There are more leaves, and hopefully, when the cold shuffles off again, I might be able to get some flowers. Thank you for listening. If any part of this little episode caught your attention and you aren't sure where it comes from, please check out the amazing stories from the last few months. Season 2 was a big one. Season 3 will be coming in mid-January and hopefully will be a little bigger. For the next two weeks, I'll be releasing some special episodes chatting with some amazing Floridians. Keep an eye out for those. Please follow the show on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at WFMPod, and shoot me an email if you have an idea for an episode at WFMPod at gmail.com. All the music used in this episode is from Lobo Loco. I'll see you next Monday with another episode. Until then, I'm Nick D'Alessandro. Be good to yourself, be good to others, and drink more water. Have a good week. Have a good week.